podcast episode of Car Sales 101. Hopefully this is one shot and we get it done and over with. Um, but anyways, before we get started, so I don't forget his name, um, Quinn Kelly is the guy that reached out to me. And so pretty much this podcast is going to kind of go over uh, the question he asked me. So I will get y'all a quick o- overview. But if y'all know of Quinn Kelly or if you don't know who he is, follow him. Give him some encouragement encouragement because I think he just started in the car business. Um, and he gave me kind of the topic of what I'm going to go over today. I'm going to kind of elaborate on it a little bit more. But with that being said, before we get started, I am the host of this podcast because I'm the only guy that's the host of it. So uh, anyways, I think we're on episode 94, maybe 95, maybe 96. I'm not sure. But if you are just now jumping on to this podcast, you have a lot more to listen before this. So please start from number one. This podcast is not meant just for new car salespeople. It's meant for everybody everybody. So if you're having a rut or if you just want to have some stuff you want to touch up on or if you just want to listen to my ideas about the car business, you're more than welcome to. If you want to reach out and connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E. Instagram <clears throat> at TNTDad2728 and LinkedIn, Tony in parentheses, Anthony, last name Story. I'm very active on both Instagram and Facebook. So with that being said, you'll probably get more of a connection out of that than anything else. So Okay. Oh, by the way, um, give me a five-star review. If you like this podcast, or if you don't like it, I don't care, give me a one-star review. Just give me a, a review if you can. That way um, I can sit there and uh, be more relevant. And, you know, the other day I was talking to um, my used car manager, and he noticed that a couple more podcasts have shown up. You know, people that I don't know. And, you know, the good thing about it is, you know, I was the original one that started a, a car sales podcast, but the good news, like the thing is, is like I always tell people, I'm not the end all that bees all. <clears throat> I just talk about it from my experience and the fact that, you know, what I learn and what I see work versus, you know, what's going out there in the industry. And plus I live in Houston. We're we're a saturated market. So, you know, how do we how do you how do you become the 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 loud noise or how do you become the loud noise in the quiet room versus um the loud the quiet the the silent noise in the big room. So, um, and that's what I'm just trying to get y'all to teach y'all and stuff like that. Okay. <clears throat> but here real quick, sorry, man, I don't know if it's the allergies or what's going on in this Houston weather, but I have this nasty little, <clears throat> anyways. So I'll be taking uh, drinks of water from time to time. Um, but with that being said, let's get into this podcast episode. So the guy, uh, Quinn Kelly reached out to me and he asked me about text messaging so let me kind of give you all my ideas on texting, okay? I don't know the actual national stats, but I think email open rates, you know, for deal car dealerships is under, you know, I would say under 20%. Um, nationwide, I think it's probably about the same. Uh, I'd probably say it's less in the car business. Uh, phone calls going unanswered, I think they're somewhere in the 60% range, maybe a little bit more. Uh, so you can sit there and call somebody and about 60% of the time, they're not going to answer it, but text messaging in the car business, um, in any industry, it's about 98%. So all the text messages that you said, 98% of them are going to get read. So that leaves only 2% that aren't. So with that being said, we haven't become, uh, immune or blocked the noise out in text messaging. Plus it's the least, um, formal communication that we have that allows us to get the message across. Now, I will tell you this one. Whatever CRM that you have, 
try to always text out of that. If you want to text out of your phone, due to privacy laws and stuff like that, I'm telling you guys, I've taken classes on this and you know done training on it. Privacy laws <clears throat> requires that you send text messaging te text messaging out of the database. Okay, so it's key. It's important. Don't do anything other than that. Just send a text message out of the database. Now, if you can get them to talk to you on your phone, you're more than welcome to do that. Just be careful about that. Uh, I like doing it out of the computer system because everything's right there in front of me and I can make everything quick. So um, I do use Elite. We do use Elites at our dealership. So they have a little bit more um, robust, robust technology than some of the CRMs do. <clears throat> but with that being said, let me kind of give you all a quick breakdown. So basically the question was asked, if a customer asks you for a price um, via text message, do you give it to them? And, and I want to say, you know, it really all depends on the situation. The thing is, is if you're not going to give, if you're not, if you're not going to give them a price, somebody will. Um, I live in a very saturated market. Like I told y'all, Houston's much different. I mean, if I'm not going to give them a price, somebody is. Um, but the key thing is, is you need to know what that conversation's leading up to. You know, I, the customer, when they always, you know, put an inquiry in via, via the internet or I'm talking to them, I always ask them, you know, a few quick questions to kind of get them to, you know, create the sense of urgency to visit me at the dealership. Um, one of the things I like to do is, you know, ask them if they drove the vehicle yet. If they say no, then I would say, well, you know, I, how, how about this? We invite you out for the dealership. Just do a quick 15, 30 minute test drive. Do a quick walk around of the vehicle and then we'll make this simple and easy for you. Because um, I know one thing, if you don't like the vehicle, price is irrelevant. And, and, then, and I know that since I've been in the business for eight to 10 years, you know, price is irrelevant if you don't like the product. I mean, you can sit there and have you know, um, the, the worst product out there and you can offer it at the cheapest price possible and people still won't buy it because they don't, they don't like the product. So the thing being said is, you know, make sure you, 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 do, you ask them if they had, had an opportunity to test drive the vehicle yet and then lead it up with that. The other thing is, um, I always find out if they have a trade-in because price is not always affected by a trade-in, but your overall payment, your overall balance is obviously gonna be affected by trade-in. Hey, Mr. Customer, I know you want the price of the vehicle. I just need to get a couple things uh, in the equation figured out. Now, do you have a vehicle that you're going to be replacing this with? Because I want to give you the most accurate numbers to begin with. Um, because we all know that in the car business, customers, you know, they did the Kelly Blue Book. They did this. They did that. And they have an idea of what they think the trade's worth. But they won't know until they actually visit the dealership. And don't be afraid to tell them that. Say, hey, look, you know, I know for a fact that you probably have an idea of what your value of your vehicle is. And there's that value and there's the real value of the vehicle. And I want to make sure we're offering that real value to it because you might eliminate me on price, but I might be able to help you out on the trade a little bit more because my market down here is a little bit different than somebody else's market. So you always have to wrap that into the situation. <clears throat> the other thing is, you know, I always recommend that you send a video. Um, whether your CRM allows it or not, you know, maybe create a YouTube link of, of certain videos that you have that you can send in a text message. That way you make it more personable and that way the customer knows who you are. So when I get internet leads or I get um, you know customers that I'm trying to chat through, if they ask for a price, I always tend to try to present those numbers um, via a video. <clears throat> and the reason why you want to do this is, is because you want to make it personable to the customer. You know, the customer is going to ask you, if you send them the pricing, and I always use a snip and sketch too. So whether you have a Mac or you have a, um, a Windows, they all had the ability, it's called a snipping tool. Windows has it, um, all you gotta do is type in snipping tool for the search bar or the search on the bottom. But if you have a Mac, you can always look it up. It's, a, it's I think it's Control, Alt, and the number four, and you can use the mouse and you can, and you can snip something. 
and you can copy and paste it and send it to somebody else. Um, and it makes it real simple, real easy. If that's the way you want to present numbers that way too. Um, I do it that way sometimes <clears throat> if I'm trying to make it easy and try to make it simple. Uh, but sometimes, you know, if I know that I have dealer installed add-ons add because we have them at our dealership, I want to make sure that I present the pencil as if they were here to make it more personable. So when you're doing that, make sure you're sitting there and you're going over all the things. Hey, Mr. Customer, this is the market price for the vehicle. Um, well, first of all, say, hey, you know, this is Tony's story here, and I'm going to just use it as an example of where I'm at. This is Tony's story here at Legacy Ford. What I want to do is just kind of go over the numbers that you asked for. Um, this right here is the market price of the vehicle, which you saw on the website. Um, these rebates are all inclusive, you know, whether you're fi uh, if you're financing with Ford. And the very last thing is we do have dealer installed items, one of them being theft guard, window tint, and wheel locks. Um, we do this for a particular reason. Um, at, at this point, it's really up to you on the options that you want to go forward with. And basically, we have a down payment, we have a, a term, and we have a monthly payment. Just circle which one best fits your budget. Or just send it back to me in a text message, and I'll take that as a confirmation of you buying the vehicle, and I'll have it pulled to the back for you. And uh, just let me know when you'd like to visit and pick up your vehicle. And if you do that in a video, it makes it more personable. You're going to stand out amongst everybody else. I promise you that. You will not be a cog in the wheel and just be sitting there and just be that, that guy that gave them a price. You want to stand out to the customer. You want to make sure that you're being um, 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 visual to the customer. Because sometimes we get lost in the fact you just send a number over. I mean, they're going to pick it apart, you know? That's what they're, that's what they're innately... That's what they're their go-to thing is, is to pick apart the pencil or pick apart the quote because you know they don't see value in it. They don't see value in how you presented it or anything like that. Hey guys, before we go any further, just give me one minute. I want you to listen to my commercial. Once again, I don't know which one it's going to be because I've recorded this podcast. I'm, I'm going to record it for a while now. Um, but the thing is, I either have the Anchor one or I have the Spotify one or later on down the road, you know, I have another, uh, uh, another sponsorship. I'm going to plug it in here. Guys, I'm up to $300, so I'm, I'm, I'm banking big bank on these 100 episodes. <laughs> so that's what, $3 an episode? So guys, give me one minute, listen to it real quick, and then I'll be back with y'all. All right, guys, I am back, I am back, I am back. So more on the text messaging. Um, oh, guys, and like I said, I get, some, I get squirrel sometimes. Please share this information with anybody. I'm not trying to you know, keep this as a secret to myself. I think as a whole, we need to make the industry better. I mean, we obviously really need to make the industry 10 times better. Um, and, and with that being said, we can do it through particular ways. It's not just always the way I want to do it, but it's always some way that, you know, hey, we could do this or hey, we could do that. You know, hey, we could do this, this with this um, template, we could do this and that, all this stuff, guys. So anyways, more back to the text messaging portion. And if I'm talking too fast, send me a, a private message, a DM, tell me to slow down. So on the text messaging, um, always have a follow-up to it, okay? You know, the thing is, is, when a customer sends a text message back, don't ever take things personally, okay? Um, the other thing is, when you're doing text messages, don't send emojis unless you know that it's a, a universal norm. You know, a smile face for happy. You know, um, don't send an eggplant to anybody. Um, don't send water. Um, don't send <laughs> anything crazy. You know, but just be... Be very aware of what you're sending. You know, I sent an emoji one time and, you know, it kind of caught the customer off guard. But I did it for a simple fact is I thought it was going to be funny and they didn't think it was funny. But it learned, I learned from that, hey, I got to know my customer a little bit better before I send an emoji. When you are doing a video message or when you are, 
you know, doing anything in particular, um, make sure you're doing it as, as a personable. You know, don't sit there. I have templates. Yes, I 100% I, I believe that you should have templates in both emails and text messaging to make it simple. For instance, a customer wants to know where your address is. Take the Google Maps, copy, paste it, say, here's the directions to my address. All you got to do is click on the link. It's going to bring up our location. <clears throat> Same thing goes. If you want the customer to fill out a credit application, have the credit application link. If you want a customer um, to ask for you, make sure you put it in there. If you have something, you you know, the customer went um, quiet on you for two or three days, you know, if you have a, temp a template that you want to put in there, put that in there and send it out. It just makes you more efficient, okay? So templates make you more efficient, but they make you less personable. So understand that when you customer asks you a question, don't answer it with a template, answer it with you either sending a text message back or sending a video. The reason why I sometimes suggest that you do videos or you catch a customer on the phone is because sometimes a text message doesn't translate 100% to what you wanted to say. Uh, we all get those text messages from everybody that you've read it and you're like, what the hell did this person just say? Like, I'm lost. You know, I, I don't understand what they're saying at all. And that's what happens in the car business. Understand, there's an internal language that we use in the car business. Acronyms, certain verbiage that means what we want it to mean um, that they don't always understand. You know, recon, that's reconditioning on the vehicle. And when you send, hey, we did recon on this vehicle, what did you send some Marines in to, you know, get some tactical stuff done on it? I don't understand what recon is. And that's what happens. So, you know, if you think it's going to be a long text message that's not going to make a whole lot of sense to the customer, either record a video, send it to them uh, whatever, with whatever CRM you're using or whatever, um, and if y'all heard that, I did toot, um, whatever, whatever CRM that you're using. Um, because the simple fact is, you're gonna create a lot of confusion. And sometimes you turn the customer off and you lose them. They go radio silent on you. So um, that's one of the key things I highly suggest. If it's gonna be a long message, make sure you're doing a video or you try to get them on the phone, okay? But back to the subject of the customer asked for numbers. Um, I highly suggest that you do do it. I mean, if you've tried all avenues, don't kick it too long down the road, okay? So don't, don't sit there and delay it because when you don't give a customer the numbers, it's as if you're trying to hide something, okay? And so just to kind of give you all an idea, I want you, I want you to kind of wrap your mind around this. Um, when you go online and you purchase a car from Carvana, it's a very simple, smooth process. Everything's transparent. The numbers, the rate, the warranty, all that's transparent, okay? Now, I created a podcast a while back about transparency. I think transparency is key, um, but uh, the dealership model is much different from the Carvana model, okay? You know, there's, there's market share that we have to capitalize on. You know, there's all sorts of different equations. Carvana doesn't have a market share. They're just entering into the market. They're doing a great job. I see us going, you know, in 10 years more to that model. You know, I think salespeople are going to go away um, or they're going to be minimized to, you know, what, what we're actually required to do. But with that being said, though, um, the thing is, is the Carvana model is very transparent and very easy. And that's what customers want sometimes, okay? Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes customers are asking for a price to eliminate you or to keep you in the running. And that's the thing. You have to figure out. You can't always know what the exact 
um, how do I put this? You can't always know what the exact outcome of you sending the numbers is going to be. Is it because you're providing transparency to the customer or are they just trying to eliminate you? So I can't give you the answer to that. It's impossible. You, you, you'd have to almost go into the human psychology and figure all that stuff out. And it's damn near impossible, okay? Um, but with that being said, you know, do I suggest that you send the customer the numbers? Yeah, I think you should. I mean, I think it's, it's one of those things that you should eventually send it to, to them because, you know, if you don't send them, it's like going, going to bat, right? If you sit there and you didn't go up to the plate and they threw you, they threw, he threw pitches, more than likely he's going to throw three strikes easier than he is if you're going to be standing up there. So, and you, and, and you won't have a chance to get on base. So the thing is, yeah, I suggest that you, you, get, you go up to bat and present those numbers and be confident in those numbers. You know, I mean, it's one of those things where I think sometimes we're not confident in the numbers and we're like, hey, review the quote and let me know what you think. No, hey, Mr. Customer, this is the quote. Um, I have about 72 hours that I can um, offer this quote. After that, it's going to expire due to either rebate changes or this or that. I can't always always say that this quote is going to be the, the final quote because, you know, if you're doing it on the 31st and, you know, the next day is the first, your rebates are going to change. So with that being said, I would always put an expiration date and be confident in your numbers, you know. <clears throat> Don't sit there and say, hey, these are my numbers. What do you think? Hey, these are the numbers you asked for. Um, I'd like to, um, let me know when you'd like to take delivery of the, of the vehicle. And that means to assume the sale at that point. So guys, don't, um, don't not, not send a customer numbers because I think, and it all depends on your dealership and your model, but I don't think that you're really hurting yourself too much. I think you're kind of putting your, your and it all depends if you work for a franchise um, or if you work for an independent dealership or if you're selling a used or a new car, if you're selling a new car, you're kind of putting your hat in the box. And I hate that we have to do it that way, but you're putting your hat in the box. Um, but I think if you offer a level of service and you tell the customer, you know, what your dealership is capable of and stuff like that, I think that sets you above the rest. You know, if you truly believe that your dealership's one of the better dealerships and you've been one of the better salespeople, you know, I think that will translate um, through the whole entire um, text messaging and stuff like that. So, man, I appreciate you, Quinn. I think I can't remember the net last name now because it's been such a, a long episode. But guys, I appreciate you reaching out. I mean, guys, if you want to reach out to me anytime, please. I, I, I love having uh, podcast ideas because it's hard to sometimes come up with ideas. Next week on Wednesday, Cameron Thomas, one of the guys that uh, I hired into the industry, he said he was going to sit down for an interview. So hopefully he's not a flake. Um, you know, it took a little bit of, um, uh, um, I don't know, a little bit of powder and maybe put a flake sauce on him. But... For the most part, he's a legit guy, so he's definitely going to sit down with me next week and uh, join me in the podcast. Um, but to give you all a little idea, guys, 2020 is starting off with a great... 2020 for me is starting off great. You know, I've stayed sober for about a week now and a half, so that's a good thing. Um, drinking drinking's something that's not good for me. I've been actively running to hopefully compete in the marathon this year, uh, probably two or three marathons, whether they be half marathons or full marathons. Um, I'm more active than what I've ever been before, so guys... You know, I have a lot of goals coming out this year and I have a lot of things I want to achieve. And uh, I just want y'all to join me in the journey. And if y'all have anything, I want to join you in your journey. Um, the other thing is, um, I just want to kind of review this episode real quick. You know, don't be afraid to send a text message out. If it's going to be a long text message, send a video and it makes it easy. Explain what it is you're doing. Show them the vehicle. Do a walk around on it. Whatever CRM you're on. If you can't have this, if the CRM doesn't allow it, then guess what? Use YouTube and make a make a video and, and a channel and, and connect to it. 
Um, if y'all don't know how to do that, you can YouTube that. YouTube the way to create a YouTube channel. Anyways, and then the very last thing is, um, don't, well, not the very last thing. Don't be afraid of your numbers. You know, when you send those numbers out, be confident in those numbers. And the other thing is, real quick, you know, create templates, but don't be a robot to those templates. Make your templates either, make your templates personable, but to where you can be efficient with it. But if the customer asks you a question, make sure you're answering that question, not putting a template out there. And those are some of the key things that I kind of wanted to go over y'all with. Um, so anyways, also, guys, I don't know if y'all, you know, I'm a huge fan of generating your own leads. So if you want to reach out to me, um, you know, for the simple fact is um, I do have an affiliate link for phone sites. I've created websites for about a year now. Um, so if you want to create your own website and you want to do it your own self, hook, uh, hit me up. I'll give you the affiliate link. Um, I don't have no problem with that. If you need a template, if you need email templates or goal sheets or anything like that, I usually, I have, I have templates and goal sheets. Other than that, I really don't have a whole lot more than that. But if you knew that, I can, I, if you need those, I can, e I can email those to you or Google Docs share those. So don't hesitate to hit me up on those. But the thing on the phone sites and the affiliates, you know, create your social media platform and then you can use that and leverage yourself. So hit me up. If you want me to create you a free website, whoever, the first five people that hit me up, I'll create you a free phone site, but you're going to have to do a little bit of work, okay? Um, and that way you can have some buy-in to this and it's leads generated to yourself. But after that, I'm going to have to charge you, okay? Um, but anyways, long story short, um, uh, this podcast episode is coming to an end. So Basically, if you want to connect with me, connect with me on Facebook, Tony Story, S-T-O-R-I-E, Instagram, at TNTDad2728, LinkedIn, Tony, in parentheses, Anthony, last name, Story. Um, please share this podcast, DM, private message, whoever with, whoever you know to get the, this information out. And the very last thing is, is um, two last things. This could be the hardest five-figure business or the easiest six-figure business. It's all up to you and what you put into it. And the very last thing is we all win when we all win. So please share this information with everybody. You know you, you know I love you guys, girls, whatever. I mean, I don't love you. I mean, I'm not going to have a relationship with you, but I love you guys. So please reach out to me. All right. Peace.